0: Welcome to another edition of the Muddy River Breakdown with Shuck Daddy and D.O.B. I'm Shuck Daddy, he's D.O.B. There you have it.
1: Show's over. (laughs) What's going on, buddy? Nothing, what do you know? Not a whole lot.
0: Um, is it you know, Christmas week for
1: you? Are you like I know we talked a couple of weeks ago about how you were excited about just having stuff to do. But now that you've got you had soccer start earlier this week, you got football, huge football Friday night. are you are, is are, are you in heaven? Well, we
0: get we get a double dose of football this week because we get two Thursday night games. So, uh, yeah, with Brown County and Pittsfield, they're both playing hosted games on Thursday night because of the official shortage.
1: Thank you, officially, official shortage.
0: Yeah, so they could not, uh, there, were, there simply weren't enough officials to get all the games in on Friday night. And so both of those schools moved their season openers to Thursday. So you get a double dose of opening night.
1: So I've got one question for you.
0: And I've got one for you, but I'll start with yours.
1: Are you ready? I Are you am. ready for some football?
0: I am dying for some football. Because uh, I started to see some football earlier this week.
1: Um, oh, are you starting to watch the English Premier League like me?
0: No, I'm not. But I've been out to the uh, Quincy University scrimmages, and then I got to watch uh, Quincy Notre Dame open its season on Monday night. Uh, the boys' soccer team at Quincy Notre Dame, that is. And so now the attention shifts as the week progresses then to the other football, the American football.
1: Now, going to just touch on Q and D real quick. Three, three, nothing lost in this opener. That's not a, that is not unexpected. It's not a red flag for anything because these, these guys are going to be pretty good. Pure Notre Dame
0: is going to be is loaded for yes. one, and, and they're a, a traditional powerhouse, much of the way New, Quincy Notre Dame is. Uh, but Quincy Notre Dame is going to be just fine.
1: They're just, Quincy Notre Dame is in one A, correct on first y- for soccer. Yes. And what so. Pure Notre Dame is like two or three A, yes. a or something. Okay,
0: so. Yeah, they won't run I into them. can't imagine
1: too many Class 1A schools being able to match Notre Dame when it comes down to it.
0: No, not really. And if Notre Dame plays its style and and really takes care of business in the midfield, uh, they'll be just fine.
1: So the sky's not falling?
0: Oh, no. Well, one loss doesn't ruin everything. All right. So lessons learned. Move forward. Had a couple guys that were out last night, or uh, as we taped this on Tuesday, who were out on Monday night. Um, no, I'm not worried. Okay. I stand by my prediction that they could still win a state championship.
1: Oh, You're on record of saying that. I am,
0: and I'm not changing that.
1: I wouldn't at this point either. Not one no, game in.
0: Not one game in. Um, so my question for you. Yes. Do you have Albert Mania?
1: Oh, my goodness gracious. How cool has this been?
0: We're talking about Albert Pools, obviously. Yes. Um, this is awesome. It, it, literally every night, he has become must-see TV.
1: It's like 2004 all over again.
0: No, no. I And there were times, you know, when you and I were working at the Herald League together um, and we'd have games on in the office if we were both in the office, you and I would both stop whatever we were doing when he came to bat. Correct. i find myself doing that again.
1: You have to. I was flipping around last night to make sure that I, you know – I mean, I watched some of it, and that, that the Monday night game was really quick because both pictures threw really, really oh, well. Oh wow, it was a great the game, game. Itself took only over two hours, but I was just flipping back and forth because uh, actually I found like uh, season one of Raw on uh, Peacock <laughs> Network, so I was watching uh, season one of Raw with Vince McMahon, uh, Bobby the Brain, and Macho Man as oh, your my. Uh, announcers. Yes,
0: uh, you were in heaven, weren't you?
1: I was. I was literally watching for three hours straight. <laughs>
0: And it doesn't surprise me one bit.
1: I had to look up dudes that they had. They had this guy named Adam Bomb was on there. I was like, who the heck is Adam Bomb? Is some jobber? But they were like, because he was big and muscular, yeah. they made him out like he was squashing guys. Oh And my. this was when Rezo Ramon. Oh, hey, yo, he was uh, he was the bad guy, <laughs> and uh, the one two three kid had just pinned him for the first time. You no. know who the one two three kid is?
0: I don't remember who that was. X
1: Pac. Oh, that's right. Max was the one, two, three kid. Oh my, that's and, right. Uh, you know, so that was one of the storylines. It was just, oh. it was, it was gloriously bad. Um, but so,
0: so you took breaks from that to flip over to correct. the Cardinal Cubs game, yes. and
1: yes. But what Albert's doing right now is just amazing. Now, again, I know everybody right now is like, oh, he's going to get seven hundred, no problem. Mm. I'm not sold on that. Yet, I'm not though. either. He's on such a heater right now, and he's got 14 homers on the season. Yes, seven of which have come in the last like. 13 days or something like yeah, that. He, I
0: mean, he's on a heater, and when that cools off, is he going to Is he gonna have a – can he extend this long enough mm-hmm. to give himself a legitimate shot at getting to 700 before season's end?
1: I don't know. I mean, and I, I, don't I, know. I, I don't think he's – you know, he is – obviously he wanted to come back for one more year in St. Louis, and he wanted to end his career as a Cardinal. Right. I think if he were able to get close to 700, I think he's going to be fine with that. I think but so, But I don't too. think that's what drives him at all. I don't think he's
0: going to get to like six ninety eight and go, or six ninety nine and go. Okay, I'll come back and hit number seven hundred next year and then walk away. No, I I I truly believe when he says that he's done at the end of this year, he's done.
1: Yeah, I agree too.
0: Because I don't think the numbers are what drive him.
1: No, it's uh it's it's been a great uh, swan song for him. The my favorite thing about earlier this week when when he hit number six ninety three. Yeah, was um this uh, Jim Passon, uh, whoever he is. Uh, who is Jim Patson? Let's see who he is. He's a stat hunter and an author. He's got 16,000 followers. I don't follow him, but he popped up in my timeline. Okay. Hall of Famer Jeff Bagwell this and one. Vladimir Guerrero, both another Hall of Famer, had 449 home runs in their career. Correct. That was a Hall of Fame career. Yes. Well, Albert has hit 449 home runs off of 449 different pictures. It's
0: amazing, isn't it?
1: It's, it's just nuts. I mean, the fact that he
0: is nearing 700 alone is just mind-boggling.
1: Which leads me to this question, and we've seen a seismic shift in our lifetimes of what baseball was then and what it is now. It's so micromanaged now. Um, You know, I don't know that guys will be around long enough to hit 700 home runs. Um, I don't, you know, obviously 20-game winners are so rare right now. Correct. Um, You know, do we get another 300-game winner? Do we get another... 600 homer guy set. I mean, Will Albert well, be the last one to even come close to 700? And,
0: and you bring that up, and I, and I think what's interesting about that is the Hall of Fame discussions that are ongoing now and will continue to go on center around Will pitchers that have 200 career victories. Do you consider them Hall of Fame worthy? Um, 300 was the mark at one point in time.
1: So Adam Wainwright's closing in on like 200 wins. Yes.
0: So does he... It, See, and that's and that's going to be the interesting conversation is because the game is is played differently, mm-hmm. um, and because it's managed differently. Um, how do you how do you change your perspective on the numbers? They're because baseball is at, such a numbers driven game. They're
1: gonna they're gonna these nerds will look at something else. Uh, you know, Jacob DeGrom is he a Hall of Famer? I don't know. Uh, I don't he's think had so. a couple of good years and a couple of Cy Youngs. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, but you know, well, somebody's going to
0: create a number to to legitimize some of these guys that don't reach the the historic milestones. Kind of like war.
1: Oh yeah, war is that going to be what things you're gonna, people are going? People going to look at? Uh,
0: I don't. I still don't even understand it.
1: You don't understand war. Like, I don't want to. You
0: know it. No, stand, I don't even care. Ones,
1: you know what it stands for? I know what it stands when for, but, it I don't, don't them, but I don't replace it. I don't understand care it either.
0: Because it's a it's a made up stat. That, okay, a home run, you know. You hit a ball out of the ballpark, you touch all four bases, there's a legitimate stat.
1: Total bases, you know.
0: If a guy's on base and he and you hit a single and he scores, you get an RBI. We yes. know what that is. War is some made-up statistic by a bunch of nerds.
1: You're anti-war. You're anti-analytics, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I am. Because, I a, well, it's just like the other night. Albert's four for four. Yes. And they took him out of the game because the righty versus lefty stuff and put Nolan Gorman in. Who gives a...
1: Well, he got a hit though. He,
0: I know he got a hit, and they had a big inning. But so what? It, you know, just be, a guy is four yes. for four, and you take him out because they switched. They went to a reliever, and it was a righty instead of a lefty.
1: Two thousand four, Chuck and D O D would have saw that standing. We would have stood up in the in newsroom and want to know. We want to on the head at that. Well, point. they
0: wouldn't have done it in two thousand four. No, you
1: know. But this makes no sense because this guy's it, on a heater. It, it, exactly,
0: and and I'm sorry if you can't hit, if you can only hit a righty. And a, or a lefty and you can't hit the other, you're not a big leaguer. You're not a legit big leaguer.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this, Mr. Get Off My Lawn. Um, what about shifts? Are you, are you glad that they might be out, out Shifts long don't have shift? – I, no, I,
0: I, you should be allowed to
1: shift. You be allowed to do what you want.
0: Because here's the deal. In basketball, you can do a, a box in one. You can do a triangle in two. You can do things like that in football. They don't say, "Okay, you have to line up with four four down linemen, three linebackers, four defensive backs," and you can't shift anybody. They have to play that on that side of the ball. On this, you know, you if you want to overload one side of the ball, kind of like on offense in football, if you want to put four wide receivers on one side of the field, go for it.
1: So then you're like, if you're not a real big leaguer, if you can't hit the ball the other way where well, there's nobody at,
0: yeah. So, to me, to me, a shift is, is no different than any other sport where they shift defenses. And, and so what?
1: So the more Hit the ball the other way. The more important thing that's, uh, that's going on right now with our St. Louis Cardinals is the fact that they now have 70 wins. They're five and a half games up as we record this. Right. Um, are they, well, the most important they're going to win the they're, division. They're only 14 and a half. They're 15 wins away from me hitting the over under the, my over 84 and a half, and that, half. I, that I bet be preseason. Um,
0: so you're gonna be rolling in the money soon?
1: Oh, all twenty-five or fifty bucks of it. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. You know, I'm gonna go to Sizzler that night. I think and, and and get some. Do they have a Sizzler around here? Is Sizzler still around? I, I don't
0: know. I don't know where. I've not seen a Sizzler in a you know, long, a movie long that's time. A callback too. Yeah, and it's I'm, my mind's blank and totally. White men can't jump. White men can't white jump. Men can't jump. Woody Harrelson not go to Sizzler that's after right. they won some tournament. That's right.
1: Um. So. Um, yeah, I think the Cardinals are in good shape. Um, I do too. How do the playoffs work this year? Explain it to me. I mean, are they the if they need to be the top 2 division winners to get a bye? What's explain it to Something me. Something like that. You don't even know it?
0: No, I I mean, I've been so immersed lately in high school athletics that I all I've been doing is watching the Cardinals and okay, they keep winning great. Okay, that's all I need but to you know right now.
1: you, have, you have I haven't start. even
0: thought that far ahead.
1: But it's nice to be at the point where, you know, we've we've been on uh, uh, different uh, media platforms. We've, we used to do radio show. and yep. uh, Back in 2011, the late Josh Houchen and I famously uh, had a funeral for the Cardinals in a, about this time of year. Yep. You provided uh, the eulogy, if I remember I correctly. I did provide the eulogy, yes. Um, and uh, they wound up coming back and winning the World <laughs> Series. Then they went on a heater. <laughs> and they went on a heater at the end. Yeah. Uh, not as not as hot as they were at the end of last season. No. When they won, what, 17, 17 games 17 in, in a row, row yeah. Uh, but uh, still... And,
0: but they're on a heater right now. And it's, yeah, it's great fun to, to see. It is. It is. You know
1: what? We a lot of Cardinal Nation was giving uh, Mo a hard time at the uh, at the break, at the excuse me, the trade deadline because of the Juan like, Soto deal. Yeah, because everybody's wanting Juan Soto, and I, you know, I'm in that group. I, I didn't. I don't think I tweeted anything about. It. I don't know if there's any receipts out there, but I'm like, just trade for the guy. But uh, credit him. This Jordan Montgomery guy has been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quintana had a rough outing on Sunday, but other than that, he's been fabulous. Um, so they tip, they tip made the moves they needed Mo. to make, yes.
0: not the moves that were popular. Yes. You know, if, if, if Mo just wanted to appease the masses on social media, he would have he done whatever it took to get Juan Soto. Instead, he looked at what the Cardinals needed to potentially win in the postseason, and he went and made those moves.
1: Great job by him. So no that, question. We, yeah. So uh, you, you think you think there's going to be uh, October baseball in the S D L then?
0: Thank goodness, because I don't know if there's going to be a lot of college football love for those of us that are Mizzou and Illini fans around here. We need something to distract what are you us in October. About? We,
1: we're opening up. We're going to open up one and zero at. Do we or are we home or away? Wyoming. We got Wyoming this week. I think we're maybe at Wyoming. I don't uh, even know. I don't know. As so much of a fan I am. Yeah. So. Well, and Mizzou. When Mizzou loses, you just blame Eli. Because he had Tyler making, Tyler making. I know. I'm a, I'm a huge Tyler making. I know you are. Eastside, side, east side, east side. High. However,
0: did you see that we can go purchase Luther Burden potato chips? Yes.
1: Okay. And how cool? Okay. So that's here's cool. a kid that comes from not much, right? And now he's you know 18, 19 years old. He's using that you know athletic ability mm-hmm. to capitalize on it and make some money. It's great. Good that's for him. Awesome.
0: It's awesome. Uh, I I, already, I reached out to my nephew that lives in the St. Louis area mm-hmm. and said, "Do you do you shop grocery shop at Schnucks?" He goes, of course and he said, "Okay, be on the lookout for these because that's where they're going to be marketed. The Luther Burden uh, potato chips are going to be in stores in Schnucks."
1: Uh, I don't think they're going to be as popular as the Matt Carpenter salsa back in the day. Probably not. I really had to get Matt Carpenter salsa for people because I was living down there at the time. Right. I had to ship it across. <laughs> I had, to, I had a friend who she's a huge uh, Cardinal fan. She lives in Arizona. A girl I grew up with, uh, and I had this I shipped her. Not only did I ship her the the, the salsa, but we went to some game and it was like salsa T-shirt giveaway. I, I shipped her a T-shirt too.
0: So I started a thing this week uh, in talking with high school football coaches and and some of the athletes. Yes. Um. And I'm throwing one phrase at them and getting their response, and I'm going to put it together to put on our website later this week. Okay. So I'm gonna throw it at you. One phrase. One phrase. Tell me, yeah, what, tell me what comes to mind from, for you. Okay. And obviously, yours is different because you're taking it from a fan perspective, a slash former reporter's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday Night Lights.
1: Friday Night Lights.
0: What comes to mind for you?
1: The first thing that comes to mind to me is atmosphere. What am I going to eat pregame? I want a good pregame meal, okay, and it's just a sense of community, so those are probably three things. you only wanted one thing no that's good I okay. mean that's
0: I you know um some of the answers I've gotten were uh it's on mm-hmm. you know like uh it's payday, like you do all this work in the off season, you do all this work in the preseason and you finally get a check you cash your check on Friday night for Friday night lights, yeah, so I, I thought that was kind of a cool analogy that was used um.
1: I'm looking forward to Friday night just for the simple fact that, you know, we we both will be out at 10th and Jackson. Correct. Uh, The city of Quincy will congregate there. Uh, It'll be a great, um, just a great atmosphere, a great night for the city. Um, You know, it's, you know. So are you going to
0: walk the sideline or where are you going to put yourself? I
1: walk the sidelines. Of course, I'm and gonna walk the sidelines. I walk the sidelines side whenever I get a chance to walk yes. the sidelines. Now, that's not to say that if it gets a little, um, you know, if it, if it's not going to rain, but if it rains, no. Dob sometimes heads up to the press box. Right. But I'll, more and more often than not, I love walking. So I love the the, the the guy I used to love walking the sidelines with the most was on Hannibal football when Mark St. Clair was a head coach. Because you just never know when he's going to turn to you and and say whatever he was going to say to you as you're sitting there. True. Uh, plus they have a great they have a great crew of great um, just just a great bunch. Of people. One of my
0: favorite sideline moments came when I was uh, back in Columbia and I was covering Columbia Rockbridge and legendary Hall of Fame coach John Hennage. And so I'm on the Rockbridge sideline and and he comes over to me in the middle of the game. He goes, "Hey, get ready. Mm-hmm. Coming coming right at you right now. This play coming right at you." And he stood there with me then, and then here comes the play. And then he, he kind of turns to me and goes, "Do you like that play call? <laughs> you know, yeah, right. it was great. Yeah. And, I, you know, you get some atmosphere down on the sideline that you don't get anywhere else. Yes. Um, I'll be in the end zone. Um, obviously taking pictures and, and doing my thing. Coach Connell has already told, has my spot reserved for me.
1: Um, yeah. Should we ride to the game together? Because you, I, I don't know if I'll get—I don't know if I'll get a good parking well, spot.
0: Here, well, you could, but you're going to have to go awful early because it's a—it's a long day of activity at, at 10th and Jackson because the QND soccer tournament starts Friday uh, afternoon. So before the festivities kick off for Friday Night Lights, QND soccer team will be hosting uh, Ladue Horton Watkins in the first game of their tournament at Advanced Physical Therapy Field. So okay, so I'm going to go out for that and get some photos and. Do a little uh, football work before I concentrate on football work.
1: Should be a fun night, though. I'm looking forward to that game. I, I am too. Um, now our our friend uh, our friend in crime, Chris Dewar, put out his Dewarisms earlier this week, mm-hmm. where he makes his fueler's predictions. I don't know if you saw that or not. I
0: have not looked at those yet. They're on my to do list to get done after I get a few more things done.
1: He has Notre Dame 14, Quincy I 12. It's going to be higher scoring than exactly. That. exactly. That's my first blushes. I'm taking the over. Yeah, no, no question. I'm no question. Over, way over. Yep, because uh, I think I
0: think the issues these two teams have um, lie up front, and I think those are – if there's concerns for both of those, they lie up front, and that's going to lead to, especially week one, the opportunity for the offenses to make some, some headway.
1: The biggest thing that if you're a Quincy highbacker, I think you've got to hope they get off to a better start than they did last year. If you remember last year, yep. uh, opening kickoff, return, I can't remember yeah. by whom. Oh, ben Casper, Casper Ben Casper, yes And then
0: the block punt that Jackson Stratton recovered for the touchdown
1: And it was 14-0 before or 12, whatever, whatever yeah. it was It was two touchdown difference but, before you could even get your seat warm So I
0: i think I, I think they're pretty evenly matched So like with Dewar's prediction that, mm-hmm. that it was going to be a, a tight scoring game I agree with that Because mm-hmm. I think they're pretty evenly matched um, East to West I think Notre Dame might be better North to South Quincy High might be better
1: It'll be interesting to see uh, – I'm, I'm anxious to see how Rick Little uses Aiden Byquist. Yep. Uh, because he was a – I tell you what, that kid last year is a quarterback because I got to cover them probably five, six times last year. Right. Uh, he probably doesn't have the same arm uh, kind of strength, but he's not a bad – he didn't throw a bad ball. But he's just an athlete, and it would be interested to see how he's going to use him. Uh, they've got a couple running backs, uh, Jarius Rice, who's a sophomore. I'm interested, interested to see what he does. Same here. Um, you know, they've got a bruising back in Brian Douglas. They can change it up with Jarius Rice a little bit with some speed.
0: And and the little, little can can wing it.
1: He can throw a football, yes. So I'm interested to see that. On the Notre Dame side, Um of, of course, you know my, my son has played in sports with all these kids at yeah. some point in his life, and he and Jackson Stratton used to play all. He, they played flag football together. They played basketball together when they were little pups. And I knew when I saw him play uh, football, I figured he'd be a heat-seeking linebacker when he was uh, in in high school.
0: And that's sort of what he's going to be. When...
1: <laughs> and I'm like, when he was ten, I was like, okay, that kid's right. going to be a football player. Yep. And he's going to he's going to be good. And he is good. He and is very good. He's. He, I think Notre Dame goes as he goes. I mean, he's oh, there's no doubt about he's, that. He's going to be their quarterback. He's going to be doing a lot of things there. Yep. Uh, Notre Dame's defense is probably probably a little bit ahead of, no, of Quincy High. I would agree with as, that. Uh, you know, just based on I, I think with
0: experience and based on the the core group of, of linebackers, especially, um, and then you throw in a couple guys in the in the secondary, a guy like Charlie Lavery. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, but but it, the the best linebacker in town might be at Quincy High, and Ty Douglas.
1: Yeah, I mean he's a Division One type prospect. Yes, uh, I know Max that. Max is nothing to sneeze at. I, either. No, he's not at sneezed. all. Max Wires
0: is going to be again
1: two younger kids, a junior and a sophomore, right?
0: And Ty Douglas has already had at least one Big Ten uh, school contact the coaching staff to kick the tires a little bit and just see, just see how he's how will he mature, how will he progress, and and those sorts of things. So I mean there's there's some interest there.
1: In my 25 years of uh, being around Quincy and Quincy football. Um, Every time Notre Dame has a team, it's who's going to be the running back. Even back to, you know, it's okay. Who's going to lug the rock? And right. who's to, who's that guy going to be?
0: Could be four or five different people. Like like, Don't expect there to be one guy that's going to lug the ball 25 times. Okay, um, you're
1: not giving me a Paz now. Remember Paz one year?
0: I'm not, no. And, and then somebody comes Con, out Con, and... Yeah. yeah,
1: Connell loved Paz. Um, no. Okay. Because,
0: yes. and that's not to say they find a, 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 pl- a system that works. Or a guy who's getting yardage time and time again, so they just keep going to him. So there could be a game where there's a guy that totes the ball 25. But if you expect somebody to, to get the ball 20 to 25 times a game, it's consistently for the for the next nine weeks, it's not happening as of right now.
1: Remember no. that? Okay, so the year that I'm talking about, quick pass story, because I love talking about pass. Um, that was a year, Connell's telling me, gosh – I don't know who's going to run the ball for some And Paz, of course, lopping it up because he was oh, covering yes. Notre Dame for us back then. I don't know who's going to do it for him, DOB. Uh, and then Ryan Barter that next game has like 38 carries and 250 yards in the first game. <laughs> and it's like, Paz, you couldn't have seen this coming. No. So, so
0: no, it won't be a situation be like that.
1: We're not going to say George Stickler's carrying it 35 for now, 250. Jackson
0: Stratton might carry the ball 20 times. That I could see. You know, but he's also the starting quarterback, so he's going to throw the ball some, or you know. But the ball's going to be in his hands a lot, Um, not just as quarterback, but he's going to use it. He's going to run the – you know, they're going to do a lot of things with him. This isn't going to be a traditional set up the pocket, let him sit back there and pick teams apart. They're going to move the pocket. They're going to get him outside. They're going to do a lot of things to allow him to use his athleticism.
1: Who needs to win this game more? Quincy High. To get to get five wins possibly for a playoff, or well, I think I think Notre Dame. Right if you're game.
0: talking five wins, Notre Dame probably needs it more, depending on how that schedule plays out. But I think coming off the fact that Quincy had was four and five last year, lost to Quincy Notre Dame. If it truly wants to be a playoff team and, and set itself up to have success in the conference, it needs to win games like this. It needs to go out there and go, look, we're a six a program. We're going to take care of business. And if they do that. Then they set themselves up to go on a run. Um, So I I think in the grand scheme of things, Quincy High needs it more in that sense. Um, So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see how it turns around.
1: Back in the day, we would uh, in, in the Thursday newspaper, we we'd sit there and would make predictions every oh, really? week of every game. I'd make people either really happy with us or really upset with us. Do you want to do? You, do you want to like Mr. Dewar put himself on the line? Do you want to or are you no. are, are you are you going to do the? Uh, are you going to what's the guy? Uh, Kirk Herbstreit? Are you going to Kirk Herbstreit me here and say hey, I'm covering a game. I, I really shouldn't pick a. I really shouldn't pick a team.
0: No, I just I not into picking them. Just not.
1: Okay, that's fine. I'll follow your lead then.
0: Okay, Isaiah. If you want to pick, go ahead.
1: No, that's fine. I'm good. I
0: just, I'm, you know, I, I'm anxious I'm to see Dewey's this game. Taking doers over twenty six. Oh, I'm definitely taking the over.
1: Yes, if that yeah. twenty, if that's where it's at. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I, I think It's gonna be an entertaining one.
0: I think it's gonna be a great. I think it's gonna be a great atmosphere. And it's time. Friday night lights are here. It's uh, and there's so much going, so much else going on too this week. I mean, it's just, it's, it's good to be busy. It's good to have this going on. Uh, you mentioned uh, earlier talking about uh, Friday Friday Night Lights and, you know, get a good meal in. Sometimes you get that meal at the stadium. Yes. So I know you're, you're a big if, stadium food guy. If you, But also, if you go to Hannibal, you're going to get a pirate dog. Got it. Got to get a pirate dog and that kind of stuff. But we're doing a thing called Game Night Grub. Okay. and on, So each Friday, we're picking an area school that has a home game that week, and we're visiting a local restaurant. Along with a coach, a player, and a, an administrator, somebody's going to join me at, at each of these spots. We're going to have a meal and tell you kind of, hey, if you if you don't want, sure, you can get your pork chop sandwich or your pirate dog or or whatever when you get to the stadium. Your popcorn, your nachos, but if you're traveling in and you want to stop and get a meal before you get to the stadium, here's a good place to stop.
1: Do we have a week one spot where we stop? Oh, week one,
0: uh, Fiddlesticks and Hannibal.
1: Been to Fiddlesticks many, not many times, but enough to say to, so, to say yes, that's a. Uh, Hannibal point.
0: Athletic Director Clint Graham and I visited Fiddlesticks and had had a oh. meal together. Um, he what did was that bill? Seven hundred and twenty-seven dollars. Thanks to to Coach Graham
1: because Coach Graham and you, you guys could probably put away some fiddle. Well, we're
0: talking about we're talking about doing a barbecue tour and hitting up all the barbecue spots in in our region and and giving a breakdown of what's good there, what's better. You know, is Clint's idea. Well, we, we, he and I have been talking about this barbecue tour idea for a while. Um, so, yes, we're, we eventually got to get it off the ground. Um, and see, the Hannibal, he's the athletic director in Hannibal, along with some other Hannibal administrators. They're known for when, they go, when the Pirates play on the road, of going and finding a place to eat. Okay. So, um, here in, obviously, they're at home week one, and then they have three straight road games. Week two will be in Jeff City, so I'm anxious to see where they go. Week three, though they play at Troy Buchanan, and I'm hearing that it, there might be a trip to Sugar Fire Smokehouse. Sugar house. Fire out there. Over There's one way? in Wentzville.
1: Oh yeah, that's well, you got it right. See, that's where that's where I'm different than because I'm not driving 15 extra miles if I'm just going for to just Troy, for I'm, barbecue. Nah, nah, I'm just lazy though. <laughs> yeah, I that, mean, are you driving extra 15 miles to go get a little? I mean, Sugar Fire's really good. Not only that, but with Sugar Fire, you can get a ski soda.
0: Oh, really? Yes. Okay, ski, that I have, did not know.
1: Uh, XL bottling products on their. Uh, See, do the I, I've never
0: ski. been to Sugar Fire.
1: You've never been. to I've Sugar never Fire? been to
0: Sugar Fire. Never have.
1: So, like you were wanting to get the Luther Burden chips at yeah. uh, at Schnucks, they sell the Sugar Fire sauces at, at, at Schnucks okay. as well.
0: The 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 issue I have with Sugar Fire, and and I need to go and try it. But Chris Dewar has posted photos of, of damn near every trip he's made yep. to Sugar Fire. It's they put pickled onions on stuff. I want good. I want a good pile of barbecue. You can get a good I pile want of meat, meat
1: there. But we they, they, had one two blocks from here downtown when I worked in downtown St. Louis. It was fabulous.
0: They want to do fancy stuff with barbecue. They want to do fusion stuff, and that's not that's not me.
1: That's like the war of barbecue. Yeah. To do your baseball. You don't want any of that you don't care about war. You don't care no. about fancy stuff on your barbecue. Good
0: meat, good sauce, good licking.
1: That's all I want. <laughs> I could have said something else there, but I'm not because this is a somewhat family program. <laughs> I was wondering if I could get you on that one.
0: <laughs> but yes, that's that's my barbecue. Good meat, good sauce, and a good side.
1: Well, and not that we're getting paid by by them at all, but it's certainly worth. I don't know if it was worth fifteen, going fifteen extra miles, but I don't know either, if, you, if you go to a Cardinal game and you want to get something other than Ballpark Village, yeah, uh, there's a Sugar Fire right downtown. So there you uh, go. Next to the, I don't know, some museum down there. I don't know. It's it's uh, um, it's it's worth it.
0: I'll take your word for it.
1: Yes. What else you got? I
0: think that's it. I think we're we're ready to go for Friday night, aren't we?
1: Yes, should be a good time. Any other any other games? Good Friday night games. I mean, Hannibal's at home. Anybody? Any Hannibal's else? at home
0: against Helias.
1: Okay, so uh, to break it down here. Uh, you got me, and you are going to be at Quincy High. Yep. Skeevy Dirt Sturby, is going to be in Hannibal.
0: He is, and then we're going to have some updates from some of the other games around the area. Obviously, we got two games on Thursday night.
1: You going anywhere Thursday night? I am. So, Where are you going?
0: Debating that right now. Which place I'm going to go? Whether it's going to be Brown County or Pittsfield? Uh, I'm trying to. I got to. See how my schedule plays out. But, yes, I'm going to be somewhere Thursday night.
1: All right. That should be good.
0: So, yes, it should be a lot of fun. We'll, we're will we going to update you and have photos and stuff from around the area. And make sure to check out MuddyRiversports.com on Friday night and Saturday um, each I, week.
1: I check it every morning, Chuck. Good. I'm I glad. I check it every morning. At 8 I, o'clock, I get my Muddy River News. Uh, thing in my email, which yep. is very easy for you to do. Okay. I go there and I I check out. I couldn't believe about this. I'm a, I'm all this recycling thing going on right now. I beside myself on the recycling issue here in Quincy. Okay, uh, but then I also slide over to the to the sports side and see what you're doing.
0: Well, good. Well, keep it up. Yes. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. And thanks for hanging out with me Friday night. It's gonna be a lot of fun at Townsend Jackson Advanced Physical Therapy Field.
1: You betcha. Let's
0: do this again next week. How's that sound, sound? Good. All right. This has been the Muddy River Breakdown with Chuck Daddy and Dob. Join us again next week.
1: Tell us what to do. Bow to the master's.